0: seekers, explorers, and renegades out there. This is the Alchemy Experience podcast and I am your host, Christopher Lemke. In today's episode we're talking about trust. Trust is uh, an interesting one because we only think we can trust what we see outside uh, in terms of our external uh, senses because that's what we've been conditioned to believe. Now, In order to trust our internal senses and trust the universe, as it were, we find ourselves only able to trust at that level once our trust has been proven correct. However, the problem is that in order to receive that validation, you have to trust unconditionally and without that validation. So for most of us, it becomes a uh, a catch-22. So with that little challenge in mind, it'll be interesting to see how our audience and myself uh, deal with this uh, conundrum, conundrum as it were. So uh, without further ado, please enjoy the podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Today we are talking about trust. And uh, the sage Maya Angelou said, have enough courage to trust love one more time and always one more time. So let that sink in for a little bit. (laughs) Have enough courage to trust love one more time, and always one more time. So from that quote, I think we can all agree that trust requires courage, and trust is also, like anything, it's a choice. Now, what we trust is a different matter, and that's uh, what I think will be kind of the, the meat of our discussion today uh, we have our conscious minds ask us ask always ask us to learn about uh, about trust from our external experiences so if someone does something that is you know cheats us out of money or something we we then learn that we should be careful about, trusting people with money or trusting people with our money. Um, and so we tend to, gen- the, the, the conscious mind or popularized with the ego, uh, tends to say that or generalize things to protect us from the quote unquote dangers of uh, the external world. So if someone cheats us out of money, then we become s- suspicious of anyone. Right. So, um, so it is. When we look at trust, it's: do we trust ourselves, or do we trust our external world? What is it that we actually looking to trust? What is it that will help us in our process of trust? So, uh, from my perspective, you know, if someone cheats you out of something or does something to dis your trust it is because we haven't trusted our own intuition and listened to our own intuition but i think a lot of people will uh you kind of put a button there and say um, but you always have to look at the situation outside yourself because it will be uh, plain day where you can trust and where you can't trust so i'm gonna throw that one out there to begin with you know What is it that we uh, need to trust? Brenda,
1: go ahead. Yeah, what I was going to say is I totally agree with you, Christopher. I think it's a matter of trusting our own selves. And when we can really have trust in our own selves, then it doesn't really matter what anybody else does or or doesn't do um, because they're really out of integrity with their own self. And it's... A reflection of them and something that's going on with them and doesn't actually have anything to do with us uh, being with our own selves unless like you say we we didn't trust our own intuition around something and that's maybe where we can get our lessons and and learn moving forward
0: yeah, so for example, now, there's a, there is a lot of distrust going around with, uh, last week we talked about uh, divisions, or if it was the week before that. Um, but when we, inhale, when we embody a lot of fear, we, we do tend to distrust. We see uh, dangers everywhere, right? Uh, and we externalize that idea of trust, and we say, Oh, we got to be careful. We can't trust everything. Yes, last week was freedom. Thank you, Bobby. <laughs> Um So it's as Bar- uh, as Brenda says. It's it's when we are at peace with our own process. Then it's about uh, trusting ourselves. Uh, and you know, you can say, "Well, we can't trust the government." Uh, well, are they? You know, is the government out to get you? Uh, well, not necessarily you as an individual, but uh, the, you know, what is it that we can and can't trust about society and people around in society? So do we tend to, uh, when, we, uh, when we look at people in general, do we tend to grant them trust when we first meet them or do the people have to gain our trust?
2: And that was something that when Vishen uh, Lakhiani interviewed Matthew McConaughey it really struck out to me. He was talking about the fact that, you know, he starts off with the belief that you can trust people initially, as opposed to just assuming that they're going to do something bad. And so I think sometimes even like in a lot of the, the celebrity worlds and the higher up that you get, um, I reached out to somebody last week that I know I told you about, and it's interesting to hear somebody when they first hear from you, they're automatically guarded because the first thing that you can feel in their mind is what do you want from me? Well, what what, what do you want? Well, how much is it gonna cost? And people always think that there's gonna be a catch. So I think that a lot of times the trust comes with the fact that as what just Brenda was saying, it's about the other person, but by the same token, it's then why are you attracting this other person that then is going to have you have your trust issues triggered? Because obviously then that is what resides within you. So I think that I would prefer to live in a world of where I trust people at the get-go, knowing that I can trust my own intuition, but by the same token, if someone reveals themselves to be untrustworthy, then I'm also going to take that into consideration as well.
0: Yeah. And what is it that we we have missed then? Or is is that person revealing themselves to be untrustworthy? Is that part of our process and part of our journey to learn something? Is this person showing up to tea? give us a lesson that we need to bring forward
2: um in life correct and you're talking about cues in the sense of where what did you miss is there a cue that you didn't miss particularly but then that a lot of times goes back to childhood because when you're a child you expect that everybody's going to be friendly and wonderful but then you know when a child gets dropped off at a kindergarten class and then their parents never come back from them That's a kid that's never going to be able to trust that people are going to come back from them. So they have certain issues that up till five years old, everything was perfectly fine. But then that one day their parents didn't come back for them and their whole entire world is shattered. So the whole entire time, the rest of their world is basically figured out of figuring out whether or not those people came back or not. And so instead, it's like that's where doing your personal growth is so important because you can eradicate those patterns from yourself where you can figure out that your picker isn't broken and that you're picking the people in situations that you can trust. And that will be wonderful for you.
3: Yes. I believe that trust. uh, uh, Bobby just said it for parts. It's a, it comes from your experiences during the course of your whole life. Um, But I'm also convinced that it's, it's, it's more than trust. It's not just the trust that is the issue. Um, on one hand, I am convinced that we all need, um, do not recognize certain signals at certain points in our life, and that we need to have need to get certain experiences to learn to recognize those those signals, and then we are able to follow our intuition. But until we learn that, yeah, how do we know? How can we? I mean, so many people like me, so I'm 62, I was, it was, it's only since a few years that I really started to pay attention consciously to my intuition. so i know that for a long time i was not aware of many signals and there have been specific experiences in my life that taught me how to recognize things so that i would not um, so that i would be able to follow my intuition but also so that I am able to look things from another perspective. What I mean is that not looking at it in a way of trust. For me, trust has, in a way, a kind of negative connotation. How I look at things is, most of the time, I have a 50-50 chance that is going this way or that way. So the question is, I think, for an important part is how you look at things. If you expect negative things to happen, there is a very big chance that they will. but yeah, it's, it's, I think it's a combination of different factors. And I think it's really important to know how you look at things and to be aware of um, everything that you can do yourself. Yeah, man, it's to manifest in a certain way, but also to, it, it allows you, the way that you look at things allows you to, to experience, more situations where you can have where you get where you have a lot of trust and where you gain more and more trust in people
0: well isn't the challenge then that if you place the trust outside yourself then you can't control people around you right we can't control
3: no exactly it's 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 looking at what you can do yourself
0: yeah
3: that is for me the the key thing it's just it's always looking okay it's 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 not only looking what can I do myself but it's also it's accepting that there are certain things that are out of your control certain things that could happen and then um, deciding for yourself if you are willing to accept that
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, uh, am I understanding this that uh, we we trust that the, whatever happens to us is there for a reason, and as long as we do our work to keep ourselves uh, and our own gen, uh, energy clean, so that we we attract experiences that uh, resonate with that, our own energy, that we are then going to be presented with the uh, experiences that we're supposed to have.
3: I, I, I think it's a little bit more uh, complex than the way that you say it now. Or maybe I, I misunderstand. It could be too. I'm not. I'm not that great in 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 this kind of. Uh,
0: well, uh, we're, we're all learning, so it's. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I do tend to, uh, and I, as I said from the beginning uh, earlier that. Uh, it is very complex. Trust is a super complex topic uh, but there is because it it is a paradox we can simplify it and we can boil it down to some very simple uh, concepts in my mind and why. Um, So I'm going to go to Diana now and we'll uh, continue this uh, unwinding this uh, this ball of yarn as it were. Go ahead Diana.
1: You crystallize something with the word about choice and trust. And I agree with that because there's times I I follow the principle of, yes, I'm going to trust early on. I'm kind of like a friendly puppy. I want to be friendly with everybody. I sometimes think that's maybe too trusting, but I choose that because I want to assume the best about people. On the other hand, um, building on something that Leave said, there's. I have circles of trust. Um, I'm not going to share my most intimate thoughts or the things I feel most vulnerable about with the man on the street. Um, that takes a little bit more of a relationship before I'm going to be going that deep with them. And so, it, it to me, it is both a fact, a function of choice, assume the best, but also trust is built over time with me anyhow, uh, at, at the deeper levels. And in that context, um, I confess that there's a phrase here in the United States, trust, but verify, totally buy that one. Um, I'm I, there. I'm, again, there's a level of trust that's there with everybody, everything. And then the closer I let someone get to to me, my inner world, my core, um, there's, there's a certain level of, can I trust this person at this level? And I think the distinction is, and I'd love to hear your comment on this, Christopher, is that, as with so many other things, there is always a bit of a bore between what your conscious mind is saying to keep you safe and what your spirit is saying relative to how you wanna be with people. Mm-hmm. And um, I think, I, I, I always acknowledge the warnings in my head with a little nattering on about things, uh, but I also want to be in the place of, of trust. Um but but again for me, whatever reason it, t- it takes a little while to get there to be fully in a trust mode with someone. So please comment on that.
0: Well, let's let's turn it to the other side and say if we could if we were intimately engaged with and had come um, a relationship with our own intuition and that uh, we could literally have it talk to us like someone was talking to us in the room, um, then we wouldn't need the word trust because we would know from situation to situation that the any person we come across to what level we should engage with that particular person. Uh, you know, if I have a suitcase of a million dollars, if I walk up to any person on the street and say, hey, I've got a suitcase here with a million dollars, would you mind holding, watching that for the next hour while I run into the store? Now, that would probably be quite naive. But if my intuition told me that that would be okay and that that person is trustworthy to do that, then... I would be able to uh, fully trust that. Now, my conscious mind would probably be screaming its head off at me. Stop! Don't do that. Um, but in so we are always going to have that. Obviously, that there are situations in life where every day we encounter people and we have a sense of, okay, where is this person in my Trust cycle, as you point out, Diana. Um, is this a person close to me? Uh, has this person uh, done something to me previously? What is my experience with this person? Um, what, is, what is my knowledge about this person? Perhaps we have heard rumors or about this person as not being trustworthy, or uh, or perhaps this person gossips to us about other people. Then we can, then we probably make the assumption that if they're going to gossip about us to others as well. Um, so yeah, there's always that. You, I think, if you go out and trust everybody implicitly, then there is, then that's naive, probably, because you can't control the level of uh, ethics and morals among people in general. so, uh, yeah, no, I think there is, and that, that's what the balance is. Now, walking out distrusting everybody is probably quite harsh and will probably cause you not to make very many good connections. Um, if anything, you're going to miss a lot of connections. Um, does that answer your um, career there, Diana, a little bit? I'm sure we're going to kind of unwind this further, but...
1: Yeah. yes i think i think you're you're helping me sort it out and and that's really just the part the part of it is is where what are the limits what are the boundaries and i would agree that i i think that trusting the intuition i i think i'm pretty intuitive about people um and that's one reason why i feel safe trusting right at the get-go uh so so I, right on, I think, and and obviously part of what I'm doing, both by showing up here occasionally, given how early it is, um, and um, some of the other work I'm doing is 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 getting with it even better connection with intuition.
0: Yeah,
1: and 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 I thank you for these podcasts and and these meetings. Uh, just let me say that even
0: if I don't, even
1: though I don't show up very often, because the topics you bring up are really great topics.
0: I appreciate it, thank you. Thank you, Diana. It's uh, always great to uh, be able to bring these. They bring me a lot too, so it's it's wonderful. Thank you, Diana. Anna, go ahead.
3: I
4: wanted to say that for me, like uh, it's very connected, like with the source of information that I have at a certain level, the trust. Because as uh, more as I go and more information as I get, uh, you simply become more resilient and use highly intuition. Coming from the Balkans, like I, when I came and I moved to Poland, I was thinking quite often that they people don't trust me for certain things. And when I was speaking to them, it came up that is like just a cultural differences. Uh, they didn't give me certain tasks just because they were thinking that the natives will do better and it's like really a matter of information intuition i think it's something that we should all uh, practice and get more information and resilience and like this first of all to ourselves so you you make a good point really with explaining and Some of the things really need to happen. It's not a broken trust. Maybe sometimes we just like judge ourselves, but like sometimes it's something that is supposed to happen and it's for our good in a a way, if we go in a perspective. So we need to build it up, definitely.
0: Thank you, Anna. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. For me, trusting that anything that happens to me or happens for me is for the highest good for myself. That if I go through a challenging experience, it's because I need to highlight or need to have brought to my attention something within me that needs to be healed. Uh, so there's a purpose to the to that, that experience. Um, so the the learning I and this is something I practice uh, frequently and trying to incorporate into my life that any experience I have, it's not about learning about others or learning about uh, the person I am engaging with because that person is going to be different from today to tomorrow. It's always about learning how I show up, how my thought process works, how I use my words, and how I act. And trusting the universe or trusting that these experiences are there for uh, for my own good and for me to learn something uh, is key to that process for me. Go ahead, Barbie.
2: I think it's also what you were talking about too um, regards to the idea that somehow people also that you think that if they gossip in front of you that they also gossip in front of others. I think that goes back to what Diana was talking about with intimacy circles. And I think that there's also Certain people where you have the opportunity to be able to vent with, but then kind of bounce ideas off, et cetera, but then that you would never speak about such things in other ways. So I agree with you to an extent in that sense, but I think that it's also sometimes within the intent, because I think that that's part of that trust is knowing that you have certain people that you can just completely let your hair down with and just say whatever you need to say without judgment because you're also trying to figure out what your own opinion is about something. Because I think that so many people right now are so shut down about what they're allowed to say and what they're not allowed to say that people are afraid to make a misstep. And so they're not trusting that. Um, And as a result, I think there's a lot of dishonest discourse that's going on in the world as opposed to honest. So that's where I think that we really in those those intimacy, intimacy circles, There's so much gratitude for those people that you can really, really let your hair down with and be your true, true self and then have other people reflect back to you. You know, well, why do you believe that? Or what do you think about this? Or why do you say that, et cetera? Because that person, you trust their opinion and you want to hear what they have to say about it. Um, But then my second thing also is that what Diana was talking about, too, really, really brought up the idea of earning. And there's a lot of people that think that you have to earn someone's trust. Like, well, you have to earn it. Well, if you don't do this and you have to do that, I mean, even, you know, you hear people in relationships talking about sometimes like, well, you know, he needs to do this, this and this before I feel this way. And oh, well, she needs to do this, this and this before I can do this. And it's like all this kind of stuff of where people are, they have this fictitious bullshit, like litmus test, but the other person doesn't even know what the freaking test is. So they're constantly being tested based on this person's trust litmus test. And then they're not quite sure exactly What the hell is going on? So it would be so nice if people could also be within that trust bubble, could also say, you know what, this is what I'm perceiving and speak their truth in the sense of where this is triggering me or this is how I feel, et cetera. The other person's not responsible for your feelings, but at least putting it out there because if someone says, well, this person did this because this means this to me, that person violated my trust. Well, no, because to that person, that doesn't have anything to do with anything. And they're going like, why are you having an issue with this? That's, that doesn't have anything to do with the way I perceive things. So all of this, in a lot of ways, really comes down to communication. But I really, really find that this concept of people having to earn your trust is distrustful at the get-go.
0: Yeah, so it's uh, our own inability to trust that causes the uh, distrust from the, uh, from the environment around us.
2: Yeah. And then it becomes like tennis. It's just like this ping pong tennis back and forth, back and forth. See, see, I can't trust people. See, I can't trust people. See, I can't trust people. And then you keep attracting people you can't trust until finally, once you release your own limiting beliefs, then you find people that you're going like, yes, I can trust. And I'm not going to sit around waiting for the other shoe to fall. I'm literally going to lean into this situation and know that at this new state of consciousness, I am attracting amazing people. And I'm trusting that this is true and real and good and, and, being in that maybe Mayberry rules of, you know, not encroaching on, upon other people and you live a beautiful life from that perspective. Because I would rather trust than run around being guarded and scared all the time. Absolutely. And I,
0: I think I would rather be considered naive by the public and uh, be authentic because then the people know what they have me and they know to what level they can trust me. Uh, rather than running around and trying to earn people's trust. Um, I think that, to me, is really important. And I know that I, I tend to you know, share uh, things about myself that are quite personal and deep. And, but that, that's part of my journey as well. and That's part of my mission to share my life story because that then is going to help others their life journey. and So I think if we show up authentically, then you you get that reciprocated with you from the people that you attract, if you've done the the work uh, previously. And uh, yes, of course, with gossip, it's the intentionality of uh, the sharing of information. If it is in malicious, within malicious intent, then it's gossip. If it's just to share information to get your opinion and of course it's very different so I agree with that um
5: trust is uh is interesting because uh I myself have always been a big Labrador puppy and what especially today as I look back at my life uh, most of the problems have come when I did not listen to that gut feeling, that intuition of there's something about this person that I don't trust. Um, And I still put myself out there and it was generally ended in disaster. And so I'm really big on, you have to trust your intuition. I don't think that it make it just doesn't make sense to me to go around thinking this person has to earn my trust. But let me tell you, once you really lost it, you are gonna play hell getting it back. Um, And it's like, I started watching people more carefully. And um, it's like, if this particular person, like you say, gossips, or uh, there's something, mean about them with other people even though they're very nice to me I finally come to the point where I realize there is nothing special about me sooner or Mm -hmm. later they're going to get me and it took one particular woman 37 years she had me convinced because I was her plan B that she would never you know that, that I was her sister blah 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 And but when I look and I see how she always, how she was with other people, I, a part of me feels kind of foolish for ever trusting this woman. And um, I, I look back at it and I'm going, you know, it took you a while, I'm 69, uh, but I, I think I finally learned that. Trust that intuition. Um, you, don't, you don't have to like everybody. And gosh knows everybody's not, not going to like you, but, if, if something comes up or you, where you just feel like a situation's bad, turn around, get out of there. And uh, otherwise, enjoy your relationships with people. that You know, uh, I, I like, I like being nice. And, and it's a very selfish thing because it feels good. And I, I was at the, at the, not a restaurant, a drive-through the other day. And she says, your your food's going to be just a minute. I says, don't worry, sweetie. I am fine. My job is to be the best customer you have. And by being the best customer that they have, I just, she gave me a giant glass of water. And you know, it's just being nice is just so much easier and uh. You know, people will stop before they react. If, if you are really nice and you meet them eye to eye with a smile. Yeah, life just uh, gets a lot easier. But and, and the, when sharing, you know, uh, I share things that I probably shouldn't. But if you do that and, and my defense for doing that is if you can't handle those things we sh- that I shared with you, that I haven't wasted time developing a relationship that's gonna hurt me later. So, you know, again, a lot of this is, is sort of uh, selfish and um, self-preser- self-preservation, but it works, at least for me.
0: I don't know if there's a selfish bone in your body, Sherry, to be honest, um, having gotten to know you a little bit over the past few, six weeks we said, um, but yeah um, <laughs> but
5: I, I wish I had well no I don't you know like you say that you you, you look at that, those, those lessons that you learn all the crappy things I've dealt with in life is what's made me
0: I'm going to guess you said who you are today and that's, yeah, I agree uh, and it, it is showing up being authentic and being honest with yourself and showing up as a role model then helps help others to show up doing the same thing, right?
5: I think so. I think that, um, well, just for the sake of somebody who hasn't seen me, okay. Um, I, I, I've been in this big discussion online over my beard because somebody I'd known for year, years ago just gave me nine miles of shit about it, you know, that, well, it's just part of, of grooming. And I'm going, you know, I'm not suggesting that every woman out there let all the hairs on their body go crazy because some women simply couldn't handle it. What I am suggesting is that if that's where you're at, I got your back. I don't care if you pluck them all out. I got your back. I don't care if you let them grow. I got your back. And uh, I had a young woman say, wow, you know, you've given me the the courage to just say, I'm tired of this. And I says, honey, whatever it is, makes you feel good with yourself. Do it. And um, I'm not very good at being somebody else. I'm, I'm not very good at, I mean, I, I can get all dressed up, but God, that's a lot of bother. It's a lot of work, <laughs> you know? And uh, it's like, there's this inside of you that's, re- that's really who you are. And, I, and I, I know that not everybody can handle it, but those who would really benefit from it, I got you back. that's all there is to it
0: absolutely that's beautiful thank you sherry and
5: uh and now you don't have to look at my look at my beard anymore
0: oh we we, would love looking at your face it's all right (laughs) (laughs) it's such a sweet gentle face we love it so uh sukun go ahead
6: I think just hearing Sherry's story and just seeing her, it just is a classic example of trusting yourself, you know, above all else, trusting your power, your own potential and leaving all judgments behind. So that's super powerful, Sherry, thank you for being who you are. Um, I think in the context of trusting people, um, I believe that intuition and experiences go hand in hand, because when we think of trust, we typically think of, you know, these super big things like um, keeping a secret safe or keeping someone's money safe but and this is how we grew up you know in school like oh your friend kept a secret safe you know oh you should trust this person that's the conditioning but also think that there are things that are seemingly small and insignificant that go a long way and this is just picking up from what Barbie said earlier about you know just being that to listen to someone judgment-free giving the space to someone um, like confronting someone when they're low rather than just avoiding them and not caring about them staying in regular touch with someone. So there's so many things that we take for granted, but I think those are the moments where trust can truly be built. Um, So yeah, that's my view on, as far as trust goes with people. Thank you, Sikha.
0: I think the, another aspect of trust that we can look at is the, uh, and it's shown up in the past week here, uh, trusting ourselves in professional uh, situations and social situations, trusting how we speak and how we act and trusting how we uh, engage with others and trusting our thoughts. Um, So from that point of view, uh, I think trusting ourselves as we show up professionally or showing up in our purpose or in our mission um, is, is one of those big lessons that we take on, where showing up and or stepping into your greatness, for example, is one of these big challenges we have. Then allowing ourselves to uh, step in and see ourselves in in a uh, in this big mission that we have as a soul in our uh, physical bodies. Um, but if we we kind of bring it down to a professional level, so for example, if uh, if you're a a doctor uh, or a dentist or whatever profession it may be to trust that you are going to how can we trust that we are going to make the right decisions regarding our work uh, on a daily basis or in doctor's case patient to patient basis Um, do we trust the external or do we trust the internal Where does the wisdom come from? Is it a combination of experiences uh, uh, as well as our own intuition? Uh, Where do we go with that? I mean, in terms of, and I'll talk from my own uh, perspective here for a second, uh, in my coaching practice, when I talk with my clients, they share their stories and then I kind of allow that to sink in and then when I start talking, after a while, I I can see myself talking, I'm no longer involved. It's like, it's just channeling this information um, and it's coming from somewhere else. And oftentimes I don't even, I have to keep taking notes otherwise I can't remember what I've said because it's such a uh, ethereal uh, experience. Um, So, and so, I know I can trust that because I know it's coming from a higher place. It's it's something the client uh, needs to hear. So I know it's always going to be uh, useful and being true. And from the client's perspective, it might not always be quote-unquote kind, uh, because they might feel triggered by it, but there's a purpose in it. And the purpose in the trigger is for them to learn something about themselves. So from that point of view, I can always trust that. When I engage with my conscious mind, that's when I have to be careful. That's when I, I, I know that I have to tread carefully uh, because then my, uh, my own experiences uh, and opinions and you know, the challenges
2: in life are going to start uh, kind of taking place, as it were. I, like you, um, have the same thing in regards to when I do intuitive life coaching, the most important thing, and I know when I've done clearings for you and other people here in this group, that it's literally like you become this vehicle where you allow just everything to just flow through, and you're absolutely right. Um, As Sherry was talking about, I prefer to be nice. My nature is nice, but by the same token, a lot of times the things that come through for my guides that need to be for whatever client I have in front of me, it's oftentimes incredibly harsh. And sometimes I go, oh my God, like, can I soften it up a little bit? Can I say it in a little bit nicer of a way? And I'm told, nope, because this person needs to get it like this. And they're not going to understand it unless you give it to them like this. And I think we've referred to it in previous podcasts as that's the jolt, Cause sometimes it's a jolt. or so that, you know, shock of electricity that takes us out or you've referred to that as pattern interrupting. It's the same thing of where it needs to be something of where it's extreme to say, Oh, because if you've always done the same thing and you keep getting the same thing over and over again, you know, they of course talk about that the definition of insanity. And so you want to basically figure out something else. So trusting that that space that you create, it's almost like you create this secondary parallel portal, And then you're this vehicle, but you allow this, this information to come through you. And then later on, the person says, Oh my God, absolutely. That that was amazing. I did a, a healing session yesterday with somebody that is having a really bad breakout of different skin lesions. And I was able to get down to the core that basically from having experienced abuse from a parent as a child, the mother made absolute certain that there were never any marks on the body and she was not aware as to why that kept happening where there were no marks on the body. And then this skin affliction has been coming up and coming up and coming up and it's not clearing, but there was this aha moment of where it came through of like, Oh my God, it's basically the skin is having these things bubble up of where the abuse occurred. And until that basically has the opportunity to be able to be cleared out of the space in the body, that abuse will never be a hundred percent cleared out. And so that aha moment was like, so profound for the other person. But, you know, when you're hearing that in your mind, you're going like, why would a skin affliction have anything to do with physical abuse from, you know, 60 years ago for this person? But the reality is that they're so correlated because the body's trying to say, hey, I haven't processed this trauma. I haven't gotten rid of this. It's still here. I still need to deal with it. Can you please help me? And so that is so, so important in the sense of where following that guidance in that trust allows you to be the best practitioner you possibly can be so I am super grateful that and I know that you know all the people that are on this call that I've had personal experiences with it's like the people on this call you guys really do walk your walk and talk your talk in regards to you know following your inner guidance because the inner guidance that is the most important trust that you need to have for anything
0: no absolutely Uh, and that's when you're describing this actually uh, quite well recognized in the hypnotherapy uh, to deal with uh, rashes and skin conditions um, it's you can work that through in the subconscious under hypnosis um, so that that is very much uh, established in the scientific community as well Barbie so just so you know <laughs> um, but I think the if we go back to the, the whole idea of clearing out the, the energetic system, it, if you clear out and heal all those traumas, all those experiences that you've had throughout your life, that then allows you to show up authentically because you are at peace with who you are. And when you show up authentically, you are able to trust yourself. And you don't have any of these uh, "quote unquote" ego aspects that are clouding your judgment, as it were, well, clouding your intuition. And you're able to create a clear uh, highway for that energy of intuition to come through. So it's doesn't come it doesn't come down to trusting or not trusting. Um, the environment around you, because your intuition will constantly tell you how what what level of engagement that you uh, that you should give uh, your environment, um, so that you know how you how you interact with different people. Right. The act of being able to trust yourself is to have this balance between your external and your internal. But if you are cleared within yourself, then you have established everything within you uh, as true and that you are at peace with yourself. And that's going to be allow you to be at peace with your external as well. Because now you've worked on yourself to the level where you are fully prepared to encounter any situation that comes up. Because you know it. Every experience is going to be for the highest purpose of your uh, your own evolution, uh, whether that being personal, spiritual, or otherwise. Um, So that's where truth becomes um, uh, that that paradoxal that uh, trust is not going to. There is no. You don't need to trust because you know it. You know how to show up you know, your authentic, uh, your authentic self, as it
2: were. I'd like to ask a question just in the sense of where, how many of you guys basically kind of like pre-Mind Valley, pre-in the mix of personal growth, how many of you guys have really, really changed some of your abilities and ways to trust and be in a different perspective? Because I feel like, um, you know, the people that I've attracted into my life in those last year, since I literally allowed the, this 2020 to be the year of yes for me it's like i completely trusted that all the people and experiences that would come forward would be just amazing and they've actually exceeded my expectations and so i feel like i'm i'm in such a beautiful space that i am able to trust in a way that i never could before so um, i'm just wondering if the rest of you guys have also had similar experiences and i'm not even close to getting to a point of where i'm in full-blown trust with the universe that everything just appears as it will but um, it just feels exciting to be able to be, you know, completely more open in the sense of allowing that heart center to be much more defrosted than it has been in the past, and just staying in that openness with that. So I'm just wondering if other people have had similar experiences or monitoring that.
0: I, I think from my point of view, certainly, um, and it's. I think my my trust in that, whatever is going to show up in this particular moment. Is there for me to gain something? It's for me to evolve and to grow, and to so that's where I place my trust. Um, so from the uh, kind of Buddhist point of view, the good thing, bad thing, I don't know, it doesn't matter, it's the experience itself that matters. And the more I work with myself, the more I'm going to attract. Uh, experiences that are going to propel my growth in a more positive way.
5: Uh, I th- when when you come to the point where you have an authentic relationship with yourself, that's when you can really start having an authentic relationship with the rest of the world, and uh, it's it's like it. Uh, oh. I don't know, like, like learning to accept those feelings inside that if some, somebody sets you off to just be, be a little bit more guarded will we'll keep you a little safer. But it really is when you come to the point where you accept where you're at. And I've worked really hard to get that way. I mean, uh, it's like the, uh, I used to think that my ego was about how I look. Okay, so I did some pretty ridiculous things to avoid to to get the ego under control. My dog ate my teeth. I went a year without it, so that I could walk out in public and not you know to be comfortable. So then I went and got new teeth, and uh, it's but it's it's more than that. I mean, I, I I was a very pretty pretty young person, and occasionally I'll put the picture up to say this is not what counts. You know, these are not the things that count. It's it's what's inside you that counts. And if you can just come to the point where you are really comfortable with who you are, and if you're not comfortable with who you are, you need to find a way to change those parts that really make you, you know, uh, and it's generally, it's going to be something inside. And uh, it's, the the, these outside things they're really nothing they are absolutely nothing you know that uh that's just what everything gets the the important stuff is gets carried in that and it's like i remember even as a youngster uh really kind of being offended with it when you know and someone likes you because you're pretty and i'm going but that's got nothing to do with me and so if we could get to the point where we could help people realize that you know all those things that you think you're doing for everybody else but do what what is it for you? I mean, when, when, when you think about what do you want somebody to appreciate about you, if what you want them to appreciate about you is that you're hot and you're cute, oh, honey, that's going to go. I can tell you right now, it's going to last for about another 15 years. And if you get hung up in that, you are going to be miserable for forever. But it's that relationship that we have with ourselves that it, 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 that's what has to be really authentic and uh I, i'm just now getting to the point where i'm going hmm that's a pretty cool old bride in the long run and it is because uh, it it's this part of me i mean uh, so i was telling somebody about my mind valley thing i says it has made a, ma- a major difference i started doing that six phase and boy you know uh I have to find things that I'm, that I have gratitude for, and I have to look at myself and think about what things are good. And, you know, life is pretty damn good in the long run. And that's all, I mean, I, I know it's not that way for everybody, but I got a roof over my head. I've got heat. I got electric blanket if I need it. I've got indoor plumbing. I'm obviously I'm not going to starve to death for a long time. So I won't have to worry about that. I mean, what more do I really need? Yeah. seriously yeah and now uh, and looking for somebody else to love me just it, it doesn't work nearly as well as uh coming to the point where i'm really starting to love myself
0: absolutely
5: and then you know what you never know somebody may come come along who re, can really see me and then the world is really going to take off
0: yeah amen to that right
5: <laughs> so those are my final
0: thoughts. Thank you, Sherry. Appreciate it. Always appreciate it. Link, go ahead.
3: Yeah, totally agree with Sherry. Um and I've had um I've always had a lot of trust in people. Of course, not always. I've also had situations in my life, but um what I have what I realized at a certain point is I have always been, um, an observer of myself and, um, it, it created a habit of looking at facts. And, um, I also, while we were talking here today and hearing you, I realized that, uh, there were, There was a long time in my life that I really was striving on my intuition. I was not aware that I was doing that. Now I know, looking back. So I did. But there have also been times in my life that I didn't. And there have been a few experiences in my life that for other people would uh, completely destroy their trust in other people or in, in, in men, let's say, in relationships. But in my case, it didn't because I, I think that, yes, on one hand, you need the authenticity and to listen to yourself inside, but also it's just to look at the things as they are and to avoid to make stories in your head, because that is what all humans do. I have done that too, but, but I've learned, I think, already a long time ago that that was not helping me. So, and, and I use that, um, consciously and I've had a real, real horrible experience in, in one relationship and, but, we we have a great uh, contact i mean there is and there is and there is and anybody can come in my life i i don't have issues with trust i just try to feel how does it feel and and then i follow that and if it turns out different okay so i didn't feel the right thing so now i can look what did i feel what was the what was going on, what are the facts, and how can I do that better the next time? And that, that,
0: that relates to looking at trust. It's an intrinsic experience, not an external or extrinsic experience.
3: It's I have a, no idea. <laughs> it's a,
0: well, it's all about trusting your inner voice.
3: Yes, yeah.
0: And that will then tell you how to show up in life, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
3: And and just, and taking, seeing things as they are without the, de- how do you say that, deforming it, without trying to, without doing anything that would manipulate or change things. Just see things as they are and wait and see and yeah.
0: Well, and that's what we attempt to we, we tend to make up stories in our minds, as you say there, Lee, uh based on our past experiences. So we generalize, as I was saying in the uh, introduction, that we, we tend to generalize our uh, view of the world based on our individual past experiences. So as you say, if uh, we've had a, a really bad relationship, uh, you know, with a man or woman, uh, then, and, and we generalize that as well, you can't trust men or uh, you can't trust women. Then, that is, then you're, you're placing your trust outside yourself. You're not using your trust as a, uh, as a compass or a guide for every individual uh, experience to be in the present, uh, because then we tend to live in the past. With those experiences, so that's what I mean. With if we clean out those experiences, or the the, the, we take the lessons from the past about ourselves, and we look at our past experiences as just experiences, and we allow the new experiences to be whatever they are supposed to be, and we trust that inside uh, the voice inside to guide us, that we are always going to be alright. We're always going to be fine.
3: I, I do need to say one small thing because maybe I expressed myself uh, in the wrong way. I did not have a horrible um, relationship, but I've had a horrible experience in one relationship. <laughs>
0: so, well, we, we've all had horrible experiences and horrible yeah, relationships. Yeah. So. <laughs> it,
3: it's a huge difference. <laughs> I, 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 but thank you, Christopher. I need to go now. I have another meeting.
0: <laughs> That's all right. Thank um, you. Um, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, and I think that's that's the bottom line. That is where we, you know, show up authentically and know yourself and know where you are yourself, um, and trust that in internal compass to show you show you what direction that you go in every single experience. And that's where the trust lies. So I want to thank everybody for showing up today, and uh, as always, coming. Here with your best energy to share and to elevate and to explore and just sharing your wisdom. So I appreciate it. It's my favorite time of the week. So thank you, everybody, and have a great week. So I hope you're one step closer to solving trust for what it means to you. Because at the end of the day, end of these concepts are for us individuals, and how we embody them, and how they change within us over time. And as usual, if uh, you feel that you would like to explore this topic of trust, and uh, any other topic uh, for yourself, uh, then uh, absolutely, these are topics we do explore in our uh, The Alchemy Experience workshops, coaching workshops. So feel free to hop onto our website, thealchemyexperience.co.uk, down in the bottom right-hand corner you'll find a uh, link to book a 30-minute free consultation to explore if uh, we might be the right place for you to explore these topics further. But for now, I wish you all the best and uh, we'll see you soon again.